science and technology. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Tech Garage. I'm Zach Teamy. And I'm Matt Bond. And today we um, both just watched The Force Awakens. Yeah, so this is going to be spoiler uh, central. Yeah, if, if you, you haven't, haven't seen the movie, seen do yet. not listen to this episode. Seriously. Or, you know, if you don't care about spoilers, go ahead and listen to the episode. I guess that'd be fine then. Or yeah. actually what you could do is pause the episode right now, go to the theater, watch the movie, and like the minute the credits start to roll... Play us. Yeah, it would work. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, and go to our sponsors, audibletrial.com uh, slash the tech garage. Uh, yeah, sponsor. Single. Sponsor. Singular. singular. Yes, our singular sponsor. Um, okay, so we're actually just going to jump right in. We have some other things we'll talk about and things that will come up, but uh, I, we actually haven't had a chance to talk at all today. No, I had to bail right after the movie. So. Yeah. So, um Star I don't Wars. even think I, I don't even think I have your impression on whether or not you liked it or not. Yet. Oh God, no! We 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 were saving that for the show. Um, let's start with, and I want to just take a step back. When Phantom Menace came out, yeah, I was stupid fucking excited. So was I. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the greatest thing, and I spent that whole movie waiting for the awesomeness to happen. I I may have had a slightly different. Um experience when I first watched Phantom Menace because I was so excited about it to come out that I actually liked it the first time I saw it, right? Because I was so jazzed. I was so excited for, oh my God, it's another Star Wars movie that like you're watching. You're like, oh my God, these are Jedi. These are like real Jedi for the first time ever. Not like, you know. Right. Not like the bullshit that was Luke. Well, Luke, who was never really a Jedi and Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was by the time, you know, the, the the first movie came out was all old and crusty and yeah, almost it, needed a cane to walk around and and Darth Vader who's you know more machine you know so there yeah. wasn't any real Jedi so the first time you see like Qui Gon Jinn and and Obi Wan when he's young you're like oh my god this is a real Jedi this is, this is and and then they they was you know you'd hear the lines of I've got a bad feeling about this mm-hmm. um, and I was it was like ah. it, it, there was still though the sort of the huh, this ethereal. what's the deal with this Jar Jar cat like it feels like they wanted the sort of comic relief that you got from C-3PO and, and R2-D2, mm, but they kind of missed the mark on this. Mm-hmm. And then and then there was like, ah, wow, they're really, they're really getting into this whole political drama bullshit. Nobody, no, nobody um, loves anything more than huh. political dramas mixed with sci-fi. But I walked out and I went, wow, it was a Star Wars movie. I'm going to have to go see that again like within a week so that like I can really absorb it because I think maybe I just missed something. Yeah, I walked out of The Phantom Menace hoping, beyond hope, that this was just a shitty setup movie, like, you know, an origin story. Well, and and there was a little bit of that, better. too. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, what was it, Attack of the Clones came out? The Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, god damn it. This is it was, not going to be good. It, it was... The Clone Wars was an improvement over The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it was a better movie than Phantom Menace. I'm not saying it was a good movie. Right. Like, we started out at, like, a two. We managed to work our way up to a three. Yeah. Coming out of that trilogy, I think they'd almost got to three and a half. And that extra half is really only well, because there was uh, Samuel Jackson. Well, and then if you take the the Revenge of the Sith, you've got sort of a... Um, if you combine the Clone Wars 
and the Sith movie. Attack of the Clones. Attack Clone the, Wars is the right. TV show. The Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones and the Revenge of the Sith or the Sith Return, whatever the fuck. If you took those together, I'm drinking a little bit, so I might have some details a little wrong. <laughs> I'm willing to bet I've been drinking more than you. Cut, and a, still cut, do the, that. cut the shit out of them. Combine them into a single movie. You might have had one movie that was a six. That's entirely possible. You could have had something that could have competed with one of the Thor movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like probably the second Thor movie because like that first Thor movie was shitty. So, so com- coming out of the movie today, though. Well, hold on. But going okay. into this movie. Everybody they talked to was super jazzed because oh my god, J.J. Abrams is going to do it and he's going to make this good. Yeah. And like I, as I explained to a lot of people, I'm out of excitement and, and like I, I I didn't want to go into a movie excited just to have my hopes dashed again and be completely fucking like just right. oh so, my god. So you're saying you went in with low expectations? I went in with so low expectations you couldn't even imagine. I went in with medium expectations. I was I I didn't want I wasn't expecting to be overwhelmed i wasn't expecting to be underwhelmed i thought i i just show up you, and be you were shooting for whelmed yeah right. i was just gonna be whelmed um with the hope that i would be overwhelmed um so what was your initial reaction initial was very positive mm-hmm. i really liked it it was badass i still think <laughs> I, and and i've been thinking about it all day I think it's going to hold up and turn out to be a really good because because there's well, there's a little bit of a how does it age how does it how do you yep. when you see it the second time when you come back to it like six months later do you still really like it I think I'll still really like it so what what I will say about this is when I'm watching a movie I sometimes ask myself how many things happen in the movie that pull me out of the main story right yeah. Like, what things make it really hard for me to suspend disbelief? What things are just so ham-fisted in dialogue that, like, my internal sarcastic a-hole goes, <laughs> dumbass. Now, now there it, were a couple... There were... There were a couple in this movie... Droid, please. What? <laughs> did you, Droid, please? Did you not hear that part? No. <laughs> oh, my God. So, when um, Finn is running around... Uh, oh, when they're in the Millennium Falcon and... Ray's trying to fix the Falcon, and Finn is arguing with BB-8 about how he's not part of the Resistance, but he needs to tell him where they're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that scene. Yeah. I didn't he, hear him he say, droid, droid, please. please. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> no. no. I think, see, I, I disagree. Just, oh. I wish I'd noticed that. I think that's actually fucking funny. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It, it may end up being the name of the episode today, but yeah. it was not that funny. It was like one of those things I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> Although, like, what I... Come on. It's, it's, how many black characters do you have in the Star Wars universe? You've got Lando Calrissian Mace and Windu. And, and Mace Windu. So somebody to finally come out and go, droid, please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, honestly, I think the person to me that stole the show with those, uh, those kinds of lines yeah. was... Um, oh, crap. What was the pilot's name? Oh, uh, so do I talk first? Do you talk first? I mean, how does this go? Yes. Like, <laughs> what, what, what was his poll? Yeah, that's it. I think yeah. it's poll. It's the guy. It's played by Oscar Isaac. Exactly. So, yeah. oh, but like he was so irreverent that it was almost like Ryan Reynolds should have been playing that role. So I, I noticed. So I, I had, I was doing a little bit of following up, uh, and I really like uh, uh, the guy that plays uh, that character, uh, Oscar Isaac. That the actor is is. Um, He's the guy that played the rich dude in um, Ex Machina. 
Oh, the, oh he was the robot yes. maker right, in, right, in right. X Machina. Now here's here's the here's the bit that I didn't notice till just now. The other guy from X Machina was also in uh, the Force Awakens. Wait, the guy that got killed and locked y- in the room. Yeah, the, the, the sort of the sort of dorky guy. Yeah, he was the evil general that oh. was uh, in with. Um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the the guy in charge. Yeah, yeah. He was the he was the guy that was sort of fighting for being in charge. So uh, he was that. Dude. So he's a super badass. And what the fuck? There's only two people in X Machina. Well, I mean, there was a couple of robots too. But there's they, only two people. Uh, and whoa, 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 both on, of them happen to be. Oh, let let me help excited. you. You realize they're not actually robots, right? They were actually actresses playing those other two roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. They're robots. They're <laughs> sex bots. I know you get really excited in the sex bot arena. I just wanted a reality check there to make sure you understand actresses in like green suits, right? Right. But neither of them were in this movie. That you saw. True. Good point. Uh, so, um, Isn't that weird that the two actors that, that is weird, yeah. both got cast in this movie, though? In, uh, in not so, lead roles, but in prominent roles. I, I would say that both of those actors have done a great job in their respective movies in their careers so far. It's not well, that large of a stretch for them to pull up into Oscar a Star Isaac, Wars sure. Movie. The other dude, I don't even know what his name is. It's the other dude from <laughs> X-Machine. It's the nerdy guy. Okay. <laughs> but Star Wars does typically pull um, actors and actresses that have had a reasonable career but maybe haven't made it big yet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not totally surprised by that. Not totally. I, again, it's not in the realm of impossibility. It's right. Not, I was surprised, though, when I was going through the cast members. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. These are the two dudes from Extra Well, that's a sort of slightly random coincidence. Yeah. So what I really dug about this movie uh, in particular is they took the Star Wars universe, which tends to be um, e- even in the original episodes, uh, it-, it tends to be a little on the surreal side. Yeah, yeah. Right? A- and they took and kind of rooted it in a little bit more reality than you're used to seeing. Like, yeah. in one of the scenes where uh, Kylo Ren is losing his shit and he's just tearing up room I, with his lightsaber. I love you that. You see these, tr- these stormtroopers come around the corner and they like, stop and look and Let's... go, shit, we're going the other way. <laughs> I actually thought that Kylo Ren losing his shit, which he did that like twice in the movie, um, it really it, makes sense for a uh, Sith Lord or yes, somebody who's yes, like, of the somebody dark who side. can't control their anger and emotions should have those sort of tantrum outbreaks like that. I, I thought it was a really well, um, yeah, it was it was actually yeah. really good. Like when I saw the first time, I'm like, oh, you know, this actually makes more sense that he's going to be kind of right on the edge. He's going to go like Darth Vader. He always seemed like a little bit of a controlled anger to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren, not so much. No, he's just like he just. If yeah. things don't go his way, he just loses his shit and breaks shit. So, uh, other than the droid, please, which apparently we have different opinions on, there was one other time that I got... Uh, okay, a couple other times where I got pulled out of the movie. Uh, anytime they said Supreme Leader, I couldn't help thinking of any of those bad 70s uh, spy movies or Get Smart or something eh, like that. It, yeah, it felt yeah. a little too campy. Yeah. And the... Uh, uh, the pseudo Nazi style uh, first order speech early on in the movie oh, see, that I, felt a little uh, uh, and this I, might I, just be because for me there's some things that would actually and, and it kind of ties into some stuff I've been reading lately there's themes that are that speak to a certain time place and people right yeah um, when the original Star Wars came out 
uh, there were still people around that remembered World War II, people that were affected by it. Now, we still have that today, yeah. but it's far enough in the consciousness that it's not like... It, it seems like you might be trying too hard when you do that. Yeah, so I, I kind of agree with you that it felt like it broke it a little bit, but it did feel it didn't feel completely out of place to me because they are trying to get like bring you know this evil empire right. together. So yeah, yeah like, I was I'm okay with that. Uh, where it broke it for me was a little the, the only one that I really noticed was the um, whatever super Death Star planet that they had now star killer base <laughs> yeah star killer base which i don't have a problem with that name really uh was it sucking energy up from the sun mm-hmm. but when you saw it you're like that's that's like three au's away from the sun what the fuck and yeah, it's that's an gonna ice take planet? a while for it to get Wait, there. how the fuck's it an ice planet it's right next to the sun yeah. ah whatever well so uh one one other time where i was pulled out of like Here's the thing. I thought they had a great narrative. They did a really good job of engaging you with the characters, pulling you through the story, wanting to know what was going to happen next. And then they threw things in there like, okay, so we've got a... We don't have a Death Star. It is absolutely not a fucking Death Star. It's a Death Planet. (laughs) And the Death Planet has a shield around it. How are we ever going to get through the shield? Oh, yes. Let's break in and blow up the shield generator. <laughs> like, <laughs> but now the shield, uh, was the shield around the whole planet or was it just around the uh, the one little... Oh, yeah, it was. It was around the whole planet. Yeah, yeah. right. It was yeah. like, ah. Uh, here's the thing. I get that you're Star Wars and I get that every major movie you've ever done... Well, okay, two out of three. You have to take the shield down? You have to take the shield down to get there, but... There shouldn't be a, oh, my God, we should get some bottoms in there to figure out how to get rid of this freaking shield. <laughs> so go back to what you said, though. I think what they nailed, though, was um, the characters. And I think oh, so, 100%. So here's, here's what I think were the failing of some of the the failing of the prequels and the failing of the Matrix sequels on both of those what Matrix sequels. Yeah, I know. You, I know you don't believe they existed. The. The fr- the original movies were based around the characters, yeah, they were characters and the hero's journey. Driven. Yep. Right? The same thing with the original Matrix. It was based around mm-hmm. the characters in... The only Matrix. Yeah, the, the only Matrix. The characters in the Nebuchadnezzar and the hero's journey for Neo, right? Mm-hmm. What Lucas screwed up on the prequels was he thought that it wasn't about... He thought people were engaged in the universe and what right. was going on in the, the, the background of the universe and all this. No, they weren't. They were engaged in what was going on with the characters. The reason we liked the Matrix, the first Matrix, the only Matrix, whatever, was we were engaged in what was going on with Neo and all of the characters in the Nebuchadnezzar drew us in. Right. The the prequels dumped that. The the sequels to the Matrix dumped that. Yep. Uh, But but they really nailed it in this movie. They really got the, the... Ray's hero journey, and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I care about her and well, Finn and what's going on with these people. What I thought they did that was really interesting in this movie was it wasn't a single hero's journey, right? The, the movie was just about just as much about Finn as it was about Ray. Yeah, they, right? they pulled you and, in on both of them separately, yeah. and they brought it together, and then sort of it, clearly he's in love with her. Yeah, and they, they did a they they pulled kind of a Harry Potter there, right? Yeah, because if you read through Harry Potter, the hero's journey isn't just about Harry, but it's also about Neville, kind of at the same time. Uh, you probably haven't read the books as much I, as I have. I've read the books, but <laughs> Neville's kind of. Well, if you uh, see so, list, I, I agree. He if, is. If you he stop does. and look, though, when it comes to the battle at Hogwarts, uh, uh, Neville's leading it. Neville's the one that's using the sorting hat to pull out the sword of Gryffindor, right? Like he's yep. doing all of the things, oh basically in abstention for Harry, who's off like, 
whining in the fucking desert. Right. Right? Yeah. So, like, but that whole story is re- really around both of those characters' hero arc and, like, them together as a single character, which is actually where they landed in this Star Wars, too, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Because no, I... the, you don't have Rey without Finn, and, like, it, it wouldn't have worked if it was just, you know, some person from a desert planet gets to be a Jedi. Yeah. The other thing, and I'm a little also, bit... How many fucking desert planets are there, by the way? At least two. <laughs> At least. Yeah, we keep going back to that well as well. I, I, we could let that go. If somebody gets frozen in carbonite in the next movie, I may write an email to JJ and say, well, dude, seriously? Uh, uh, like, part of me wonders, like, hey, we're going to go on a desert planet, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't they just call it Tatooine? Like, Because it only had one sun. Weren't you paying attention? No, no, no. I one sun. Why didn't they just base one. it on the, the, that on Tatooine, right? They could have done exact same story, completely 100% exactly the same, and said it was Tatooine. So you're suggesting they should have started out the uh, movie with a droid escaping from an Imperial vessel with critical information for the, Reli- for the Alliance to Tatooine, whereupon that droid bumps into a young person who later becomes a Jedi uh, picks up a pilot and assorted other people that take them through a merry journey through space. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like a really good story to Doesn't me. it, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and clearly, we break the similarities there if we don't call it different Tatooine. Because it was one sun. Right. It, it was not Tatooine. Right. It's like, another desert planet. It's completely different now. Um, I did like also <laughs> that they had the... Um, the as they're killing the... I think we actually talked about this a week or two ago about, oh, they're going to have to kill a... De- the, personally, like, not on mm-hmm. the show. Right. Uh, you were saying something like, oh, yeah, it's not a Star Wars movie if they don't kill the Death Star and, and like, race uh, X-Wing fighters down a trench. Yes. Which, which <laughs> they ended up pulling off in the movie, but it felt original still, right? Uh, it felt original, but I was like, oh, my God, they're doing it. That's amazing. So... Again, we're going to go with me being a super huge nerd. Uh, they went for an assault on Starkiller Base yeah. with like 15 fucking X-Wings yeah. to do bombing runs. Yeah, They didn't have any A-Wings. They didn't have any Y-Wings. They didn't actually have any fucking bombing ships to do a bombing run. The Resistance seems to have less mm, resistance now, now than they used to, even though now they're entirely backed by the Republic. Well, which... that's, that's what I was wondering about. So uh, th- there's a fairly regular theme uh, in you know the world, whereupon you have a revolution, and eventually the folks that are causing the revolution become the old guard, the people that are in charge, the people yeah. that are now making policy decisions. How did we like destroy the empire? The republic ascended, and we still have rebels. So, well, was, how does that work? I was reading a little bit of backstory within the extended universe, um, and supposedly what happened is um, when. The rebels defeated the empire. Mm-hmm. Um, the the they they formed the new republic or whatever. Um, and the people that took over the new republic were like, let's get rid of the military because that the was what caused this problem in the problem mm-hmm. in the past. And so I think that might kind of lead into it somehow. Uh, I guess maybe they'll explain the it more later. Had, but like if you listen to the Nazi speech, the republic was really proud of their big republican. Well, that uh, wasn't the army. republic. That was the. The one, what did they call themselves? The, the, the rebels? No, no, no. The bad guys. The new bad guys. No, no, no. Like the the uh, the uh, first order. Yeah, first the order. The first order right. Nazi guy was talking about how proud the uh, 
the rebel or the republic is of their massive fleet. Oh well, yeah. And well, how they're going to take them down. Maybe when they blew up the six planets uh, with their star killer base, uh, they took out the fleet with that. That's possible because, like you know, all the fleet was clustered around the planet, or they yeah, yeah, they they all they were all docked. Yeah, in, in something I don't know. Uh, it, you know, one of the things that I think they re- like, okay, so I, I've been bitching a lot about the movie, which is strange because I actually really dug it. I, I, um, I totally dug, yeah. So don't, don't, don't <laughs> anybody like, listening, don't think that my little grievances that I'm saying or, or things that I'm questioning yeah. take anything away from the movie because I really liked it. Like, honestly, this was the best Star Wars that I have seen since my childhood. So here's what I'm wondering, and I was actually doing this. So we've got seven Star Wars movies now. There's more coming, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Hopefully they'll be as good as this. I hope so. Where do you rate this one in the, you know, top to bottom ranking? So if we were to remove all of the, like, just... But include the, include the prequels in your ranking. Right, right, right. But I'm saying let's exclude all of the, uh, just, there's, like, seven movies, period, end of story. There's no special yeah. edition. There's no this before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, the special editions are the same. Like, yeah. Empire is Empire, regardless of a special edition or whatever. Um, we're not talking about any of the um, Clone Wars right. cartoons or so uh, the, the Christmas special. I have a very hard time placing it because I think they took all of the amazing elements from the first trilogy... Yeah. Like four, five, and six. And they wove those same themes, features, people, in, like interactions into this movie and uh, made a movie for today. Whereas if you look at the uh, original trilogy, that was a story that is timeless yet. Speaks but it was more clearly the, to the 70s. Right, right. It was made in 77, and it feels as good as job as they did mm-hmm. of making it timeless. It does feel slightly dated when you watch it now. Right. Uh, that, which I did this week. That being said, like, Star Wars was pretty much the movie for me growing up, like A New Hope, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it's really hard for anything else, you know, in your late 30s to take over a spot like that. Yeah, I don't know how many times I watched. Star Wars, Empire. I think I watched Jedi a little bit less. Yeah. Mostly just because it came out later, and I'd already watched Star Wars and Empire 50 times by that point. Um, yeah. I, I think, though, as a result of that... What? Go okay, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I think if I was going to rate, I still go Empire first, because I think that was the best of the original trilogy. Okay. A New Hope, and then I'm putting this one right underneath of those. Now, this might change as it, as it I, ages, right? But I, I have a really hard time because it feels um, almost like rating them in order of good is not even appropriate. Well, because they're both dealing I, with different things. In I some mean, ways, same, I, same thing. Yeah. I think if I was, was going to take away any nostalgia factor, right, of like what's the best movie, this might be at the top. This might even be above Empire and, and New Hope because, again, it's modern, mm-hmm. everything else. It, well, it, it may actually be the best movie, but again, my personal preferences puts Empire and New Hope above it. Let me ask you a question. If you were to rank, uh, what's your favorite Avengers movie? Hmm. There's only two. Yeah, but which one did you like better, Avengers uh, or Age of Ultron? I think I like the first Avengers better. Okay, so... If you had to pick a better movie, Empire or Avengers, which would you say? 
I'd have to go with Empire, I think. But again, I think it's the nostalgia it, factor because... Right. Like, removing you know. nostalgia, I think uh, the original Avengers is better than Empire. Removing nostalgia. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And removing the obvious differences and effects. If you look at the story to Empire, it was a great story. Yeah. If you look at the execution of Empire, it was good execution. Yeah, yep. But in Empire, there wasn't as much character building and uh, work that went on as they put into Avengers. Like, enough I'm interplay between the characters. I completely disagree. And, and you can't, because you can be wrong. <laughs> I, th- I think they did a really good job in Empire of building like, up... I'm not even taking anything away from Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I'm I know saying, what you're saying on Empire, they had a really, really small cast. You're yeah. talking about really about four people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Avengers had... Six? Six, right? That's a huge difference. You're right. <laughs> it's, it's not even that it's a huge difference. It's that in Empire, you, you could tell who the main characters were and who the mm, secondary characters were. Yep. Like, something they actually did amazing in this movie that I thought was, like, just phenomenal, uh, they made Chewie an actual character. Uh, they did a lot better job of yeah. ca- Chewie's character development. By the way, do you know how old Chewie is? Uh, like 600, 900, something like that. He's like a fucking doctor, basically. Like 200, basically. Yeah. He's like 200 years old. Which, So, you know what's funny is, is I, I was I was thinking about this. I was... Because, again, I, I watched all the prequels this week and then the, the original movies. Um, and and Chewie's in one of the prequels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, huh, wait. He looks the same in the prequel as he did roughly 20 years later. In, 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 what the fuck? Hey, Chewbacca doesn't fucking age? What, what, huh. I wonder how old Chewbacca is. He's old. Ask the internet. How old is Chewbacca? Uh, the first thing I get is his Wikipedia page, which literally the first paragraph is, Chewbacca is a 200-year-old Wookiee. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I guess he's 200 years old-ish. Uh, so Saying he's 200 years old feels like about of a rat. There's some rounding going on there. Oh, yeah, right in there. Uh, but, I yeah. found myself during this movie. This is another thing where my suspension of disbelief was poked so much that my brain actually kicked on and tried to start making a justifiable reason for why the world is the way it is. So, original Star Wars, right? Okay. A New Hope. That's what we're okay. talking about right here. Yep. Uh, I think I know what you're going to go with. Ben but, Kenobi. Okay, he's been not. living in Tatooine for long enough for Luke to be growing up from a baby to a uh, adult right. in his twenties. R- so early twenties, late, late teens, early twenties, early twenties. Like so he's yeah. been Roughly, he's been on Tatooine 20 years. for twenty years. In those twenty years, he wait, what? Fifty years? <laughs> <laughs> this, now that's a fucking magical thing from back before time right. began, and nobody's ever heard of it. When in fact the Jedi but, were a goddamn <laughs> police keeping force for the entire fucking universe. Yeah. And in twenty years, it's like, uh, if NYPD, like just boom, twenty years from now, would our kids be going, Oh wait, was NYPD real? Did they exist? Uh fast forward to this fucking movie, and it's it's the same kind of thing. They're like like now, uh, one of the things that I thought was awesome about this movie is uh Instead of Han Solo talking about a hokey ancient religion, he's actually the one selling, dude, the Jedis were fucking legit. They were a thing. It happens. Uh, Actually, I really like that. I'm going to counter your argument a little bit, though, because it's only been 10 years since 9-11, and there's already people that are like, 9-11 never happened, blah, blah, blah. But that's just conspiracy theorists. That's conspiracy theorists, not normal people living on the fucking planet. If you ask, if you walk into the Safeway right now and go, hey... 
did the Holocaust happen? Did 9-11 happen? Everybody's going to go, well, fucking duh, what are you, stupid? I know, but, but throw this in there, that you had the Empire actively di- like wiping out the Jedi and telling people, Jedi never existed. The Force isn't a thing. The first time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. After they, after okay. the, the after Luke Skywalker saves the plant, the world and blows up three Death no, Stars. No, 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 no. After okay, um, only two. After after they execute uh, Order Fifty Six or whatever the fuck it was, and kill all the Nerd. Jedi. From then until Luke's there, the Empire is actively trying to suppress the any idea that the Jedi ever existed. They got twenty Darth, years to do that with Darth Vader. With his we got magic we got glass, people that uh, believe that nine eleven didn't exist, and nobody's trying to do like suppress the idea of nine eleven. It's just like crazy people. People believe fucking whatever you tell them. I understand that. Believe me, I do. I leverage that in my job regularly. <laughs> um, but I started to wonder if uh, in this universe they have like here's the thing on our planet. We have the internet, and we have global communication. Like okay. something can happen in a part of the world, and we know about it yep, relatively yep. instantly. I started to wonder if this isn't more like a Firefly scenario, where you do have a lot of populated worlds, you do have a lot of commerce between them, but you're not really passing that much information around. I think that's exactly what it is. I think there's yeah, I think there's less information going on in that universe yeah, than, than what we assume with our connected world here that we've got which begs some questions like just for me personally like i I had to assume that they were at a point because let's say that your smear whitewash never happened campaign worked yeah so you're the empire you've successfully stamped out the memory of the jedi yep yep okay like one guy is gonna have a hell of a time making that memory reawaken yeah yeah. so you're gonna have a whole host of people that still believe what they've been fed by the uh, imperial regime. Yep, yep. I get your argument. But fundamental to that argument is the fact that these people don't have high bandwidth communication between all of the outlying planets, that they're much more in a kind of... Isolated? Isolated planet kind of world. And if you look at it, that is largely what they represent for most of the planets because you, you, you don't think about this as a kid. But if you look at most of the planets you visit, there there's tiny little pockets of people that are living like hand to fucking mouth. Yeah. And then there's these kind of opulent rich people. That there is a major cultural divide, and I suspect that also leads to a lack of ability to disseminate information in an appropriate yeah. way, which would enable that whole situation to be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Which and you, you look at it like you look at like uh, they even kind of go into that a little bit where. Where Ray and um, Finn first meet Han Solo, and she's like, "Oh my God, this is a, like this is Han Solo. He's like, he's, and he's, he's like, a scavenger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's it was the general with the rebels. Yeah, and they're like arguing over like, no, 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 because they both had different mythologies over mm-hmm. what Han Solo was. Right. Which, which, like, it, it was as I was watching it, and as I was going through those watching those scenes, it's really what kind of made it sink into me that this world that everybody lives in is much more Firefly than Federation. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's exactly right, I, I think. And, like, as a kid, I never really put that together. I don't think I did either. At all. No, like, I, I just assumed, oh, my God. Everybody knows everything, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's the future, whatever. Uh, by the way, I mean, it's I, I the really, past, but whatever. I really dug some of the decisions they made in the movie with uh, 
the briefing at the end when they were talking about destroying Starkiller Base. They saw oh. one with the shitty 70s, like, <laughs> like uh, uh, 3D rendered yeah, yeah, yeah. cubes with green and black. I was like, oh they my god, that going is so with awesome. It. What I loved was, alright, so Starkiller Base, so, like, uh, we gotta take out the, sh- like, yeah, we can take out the shield. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. Let's go. did we're you do go. here? Let's go. <laughs> like, it almost seemed in intentionally vague to me of like yeah yeah we got a plan like you can do this all right cool yeah we'll, we'll wing it uh, until i was like i like this guy honestly they had an underpants gnome plan that's <laughs> exactly like, what it was <laughs> yeah, yeah this will work everybody all right let's all get ready go yeah uh, uh, it's one of the things that always amazes me about the rebel alliance or the resistance whatever you want to call them uh they're like Yay, we're doing our thing. We're living the good fight. We're fi- Oh, wait, hold on. Here's some unknown fucking dude that we've never seen before that has no credibility. He walks right into our lead person in charge. He goes, okay, here's what we're going to do. Boom. Everybody yeah. good? Great. Give me a ship. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> all right. Hey, dude seems legit. Let's seems, go. Let's go with this. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, all right. So one of the things I think we've talked about... Uh, like almost a year ago, uh, with regards to this movie, is <laughs> I'm constantly amazed at your ability to remember time. <laughs> how much everybody loves BB-8. Fuck. Right now, I went into this movie a little bit skeptical on BB-8 because what the fuck, BB? Like new fucking droid? Who gives a shit? Right. Mm-hmm. I actually came away thinking that BB-8 might be the best droid that they've ever had in the Star Wars universe. Because he actually fixes a continuity issue that I had with Star Wars. That issue, I don't know if I'd call it a continuity issue so much as a, as a how the fuck shit. does this shit happen? Which is, how the fuck does R2-D2 roll around on sand and through the fucking woods... And all these other fucking places. By luck and by fucking golly. Right. Yeah. There just happens to be a really nice pathway well, where. You notice that the uh, stairs on the way down to where Luke's lightsaber were extra wide fucking stairs so BB 8 could make it down. But right? they actually showed him going down the stairs. What would they have done if R2D2 was going down those stairs? Well, you know they would have attached uh, f- fly things to him so they, he could hover they, down they the stairs. They showed somebody walking down the stairs and then R2D2 just happens to be down at the bottom of the stairs later. Well, I took the handicap right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's just out of but like BB-8 clearly like he can roll across the sand he can go through the woods and shit like he's he's a big fucking rolly ball he can go wherever the fuck he wants. I I also I thought the other thing that was cool I think was the way his head swivels around and can be at angles mm -hmm. made him much more able to emote than than the other droids right because he kind of cock his head to the side and be like what the fuck and he'd be like please droid (laughs) god damn you. I, I should not tell you anything you miss in movies. It's just constantly painful. I, so I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of found him it's, to be a little bit more. Um, so I don't know. The, was, the mechanical engineer in me breaks with BB-8 because. Well, a when you watch him roll, yeah, he doesn't seem to roll in the right fashion. His uh, uh, the the bits of him that you see roll, they seem to go through a S curve rolly thing, even yeah, yeah. when he's rolling straight. Yeah. Yeah. That, that hurt me inside. I can explain that, I think. I don't care enough. <laughs> Additionally, he has no physical connection between the top of his head and his body. Magnets. Obviously. Magnets. Right. Magnets. Right. I get Magnets it. and rollerballs. Ma- magnetic rollerballs. 
right. to be but more it's probably precise. an electromagnetic roller ball. Let's yeah. be serious. They're yeah, not yeah. jamming real magnets in there. Yeah. Which means that if he loses power, he, he falls fucking apart. falls apart. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that is on. the shittiest thing. Like, how many times? Look, have, look like, here's the thing. C-3PO's not held together with magnets, and that motherfucker falls apart in every fucking movie. Like, not he didn't even one. have the same fucking arm in this movie, <laughs> so clearly he's so, just falling apart. Uh, 3PO had a very, very short, <laughs> albeit almost laughable role in this movie. It made me so goddamn happy. <laughs> Mr. Solo, I am C-3PO. You probably don't recognize me because of my red arm. <laughs> All right, because that's why I'm like, that's why I'm not paying Get attention to you. the fuck out of my it's way, 3 It's not the fact that like, my ex-wife is standing here and I haven't seen her forever and I still love her. It's that you have a red fucking arm and I don't know who you are. It was, way to was, read the situation, buddy. <laughs> that was a really good scene, actually. <laughs> it was awesome. It made me smile. Um, uh, no, I, so I think... Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let's, let's talk a little bit about droids. Um, I didn't have a problem with BB-8. He's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, he he didn't actually make the movie for me, but he didn't detract from the Look, movie, so I didn't care. I'm not saying he made it, but I didn't have the same problem that I had with RTD2 rolling around through the sands of Tatooine, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the forests of the Green Moon of Endor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I understand. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, I really liked what they did with BB-8. Not him as a character so much as him as a prop. Yeah. Like when. Um, they're trying to hide in the Millennium Falcon after they've stolen it and Han and Chewie are there. <laughs> and he's and rolling he's, around. And he's, like, he's like thumping around the fucking screen. Yeah. Or when they go to get into the hatch uh, and like Finn grabs him. And he's and really he's heavy. Really, duh. He's a big fucking metal robot. Of course he's going to be heavy. Uh, did you notice that he had the little ejector uh, cables yes, to hold yeah. himself like finally like suspended himself in the air? Well, yeah. Like a lot of this, the, 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 the comedic value of BB-8 to me was he was designed with methods by which to solve the problems that the humans were trying to solve by brute force. Yeah. And he didn't do a goddamn thing to help him. He's like, hmm, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Um, so here's the thing. I think that his, his mechanism for moving forward, uh, there's a large weight inside of him that's moving around, right? That he can somehow control that, and that's why he's moving in an odd system from what you were saying that also explains how he could go down the stairs and shit he has the ability to move his center of gravity duh yeah yeah, yeah. um I, i'm just gonna assume it's like the romulans uh drive in there <laughs> if he's got a fucking black hole in there that lets him do whatever the shit he wants i, I don't know if it's quite a black hole inside pb8 but basically yeah. <laughs> you don't know it yeah. could be it's a lead ball let's That's talk so heavy let so, so while we're on droids let's talk about uh R2's Odin sleep. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, what was that bullshit? I don't know. Uh, and who, who, like, ah, okay, so R2 has this big fucking map of how to get to Luke Skywalker, and it's missing one goddamn little piece, and everybody's like, well, fuck me. I could not possibly extrapolate what's in that little piece. Sorry. I know everything around here, but this little itty bitty spot. Fuck it. It's impossible. We're done. Yeah. We, we can't find him. We know it's like 10 planets, and there's absolutely no way we can send people to each of those planets and go, hey, is fucking Luke here? <laughs> like, yeah. What the shit was I, that? I don't know. Was... And R2's like, I'm just going to go into low power mode. 
fuck uh, everybody. L- L- Luke's leaving. I'm down. I'm down. I'm yeah. going out. Yeah. Don't, don't even fucking oh, call me. Wait, you guys found that one piece? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll wake up and tell you the rest of the story because yeah, fucking reasons. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, like, how did he know? I don't know. Like, did he just get a force bump? The, the that force, said, yeah, hey, yeah. dude, fucking wake up now. <laughs> he got a force Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah, by the way. Whoa. Was he, just ch- was he checking him. Luke's feed and just saw Facebook? Luke's like, yeah. oh, shit, dudes, it's time for me to come back. So, how is there three movies in this series? Are they are they doing another? Uh, so I put prequel? myself on a uh, on a uh, information sabbatical from okay. any of the Star Wars stuff because yeah. I didn't want to like get my hopes up and then be shattered because <laughs> like I personally could <laughs> handle that shit on your hopes yeah. and dreams. Because yeah, honestly, given, given like my work situation, I was like I can't handle any more loss. <laughs> I. I'm kind of now I'm like, well, what the fuck are they going to do? Like, he's going to take the fucking lightsaber. Like, he's going to what's, like, what's going to go on now? Well, like, it's like, like it's like I texted you earlier today. Is Han really dead? And is Luke going to take the lightsaber? And yes, Han's really dead. And we gave a fucking spoiler alert at the beginning of this podcast. So Han's fuck you. Dead. We don't know. What like, do you mean we don't know Han's dude, dead? Han's like, fucking dead. Luke fell out of Bespin and got caught by the fucking Millennium Falcon at the bottom. Uh, he didn't get a lightsaber through his chest first. Well, yeah, but he he only got a lightsaber through his gut. Like you can live through that right. shit. And, and, it and you saw him fall in Bespin, and, and you saw Han fall in Bespin. I, mean, Han, here, I didn't see Han no, fall. No, in I'm saying he, just I saw like Han fallen in, yeah. in Death World that then blew up later. <laughs> right. Here's the thing: they I, would completely and utterly ruin the narrative if Han was alive. Han is. There's no fucking way Han's alive. You in never fact, saw a body. Here's the thing: here's Han the thing. Solo wanted He's to die at Elvis. the end of Empire. Or sorry, let me be more clear. Uh, Harrison Ford, Harrison was Ford done thought that Han Solo should have died at the end of the Empire. So I'm sure he was ready to go, like, let's kill this motherfucker. Let's kill him. I don't care. I got tons of fucking money. I don't need to bring more movies. Kill him. Yeah. Um, He's dead. The only way he comes back is, is one of those fucking force ghosts. <laughs> God damn it. I was, so I was having lunch with my team today, and uh, uh, one of the guys on my team was like, yeah, I was kind of sad Yoda wasn't in this movie. <laughs> what? And I was like, what, you want him to come back as a motherfucking forest ghost? <laughs> He's like, that would have been fine. <laughs> I'm like, wait, we had the little orange chick. She was like Yoda. She was fine. Yeah, yeah, she was all Yoda-y. She was yeah, cool. I actually so, liked her. Um, uh, I, I noticed something when I was watching the, 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 the first movies um, this week that I, I don't know if I'd ever noticed before. Okay. When Obi-Wan Kenobi dies, mm-hmm. when... When Vader you saw, you saw the him. Uh, you saw the electrical cord coming out of his lightsaber <laughs> that was going into his sleeve. No, but you he, should look for that. It's funny. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so look for that. Um, he he. Poof. He's gone. Right. Which mm-hmm. honestly confused the fuck out of me when I was a kid. You're just trying to figure out like, how all where, of his clothing disappeared where, except where, for his cloak. Where did he go? What what happened to him? Like and then like Darth like steps on the cloak a couple times to like make Ask sure yourself there's how in that there. cloak didn't get cut in half by his fucking lightsaber going through. Yeah. All kinds of like what the fuck that right. Uh, I didn't notice it until just... Well, I, I had noticed that. I didn't put it all together until I, I watched them all back to back to back. Uh, and then when Yoda dies in, in uh, Jedi... He disappears, He too. fucking disappears, too. Mm-hmm. When I watched all the prequels, though, I watched hundreds of fucking Jedi die. Mm-hmm. None of them fucking disappeared. Yep. Those are the only two motherfuckers that disappear when they die. Everybody mm-hmm. else... 
well, dies like a normal they, person. They what? were strong in the force. Right. Everybody else is a pussy. Everybody else is a bunch of pussies. Yeah. So there was a uh there was something that I think leads to it where in fucking uh the last movie in, in Revenge of the Sith, uh Yoda goes, Oh, hey, by the way, Obi Wan Kenobi, I got you I want you to learn some stuff while you're while you're hermiting yourself away. Mm-hmm. Qui Gon Jinn learned how to like live forever in the force field. Uh, so just, you know, work on this and, and we'll do that. The idea being that maybe because Qui-Gon Jinn had figured this out, that's why they disappeared because they then now learned this so master thing. Thinking but that- I saw Qui-Gon Jinn not fucking disappear when he got stabbed by Darth Maul. So that's a bunch of bullshit, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Lucas is super inconsistent on this bullshit of disappearing when you die. Right. That's all I, I'm saying. I think... Um, also, Anakin fucking like came back as a fucking force ghost, yeah, and he didn't disappear. He was a crusty old man. They fucking burned his ass up. A feeble, crusty <laughs> white man. Uh, Gentrification. <laughs> black rage. I don't think I can say that. Uh, you can't use black rage. Honestly, uh, that is one of the finest moments in movie. Uh, history. It really is when uh, um, Banky gets shot. <laughs> if if you don't know what we're talking about, you should check out uh, the movie Amy. Chasing Amy. You really only have to watch, watch the first fifteen minutes to see what we're talking about. Uh, it it is singly, I think, the best bit of writing ever done by Kevin Smith. Like honestly, hmm. the the way that whole initial setup for chasing yeah. Amy yeah. is is constructed. Yeah, the way that he brings you through it, what you see happening, it's just like, oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, this was pretty good. Uh, if you, have you watched that scene in the last fifteen years? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in the last year or so. Uh, my favorite thing about that is uh, as he's pulling out his gun and like shooting into the audience, like everybody on the panel's like filing their nails, <laughs> like. <laughs> like Oh, oh yeah, this shit again. It's these fucking assholes. <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, th- 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 there's something about that that is just the 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 utter like disparity between the show that is going on and the and, people and the that audience. are in the know that yeah. are not like it's like a meta audience. People on the panel are like, ah, is it three o'clock already? Meanwhile, yeah. the audience is fucking running out of the room, scared as shit. So. There, but there, are, there, there are apparently more movies coming. So there's, a, yeah, I think, yeah. at least two more movies coming. And then there's also like subplot movies that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like Disney's full on blowing this shit up. Like, like there's the 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 new trilogy. But then there's like I don't know six more movies coming out that are not even in the trilogy. That uh, like I think there's gonna be a Star Wars movie every year from now till whenever. So who- which I'm kind of excited about based on the results of this first one. Holy balls! Did you look at the uh, uh, Force Awakens on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it's like ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. And here's the thing: crazy. The people that didn't like it are fucking assholes. Like, there's always someone, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, I went through. I, I was, I was actually looking at this earlier today, and I, I, I scanned through, and I went through the, t- you know, Rotten Tomatoes, um, uh, top reviewers, and I clicked on the two guys that didn't like. Actually, one was a man, one was a woman, and the guy that didn't like it was just like yeah of course from the series of movies that ruined american cinema this is another piece of shit movie i was like well 
Okay, you're an you're, asshole. You're to an start asshole. With. Yeah. And like, then the uh, the lady who didn't like it, I think she was with Time, was like, "Well, the movie started like out Time all Warner. right, like like Time Magazine, right. which who gives a shit anymore? Is that even a thing? Apparently, uh, was again like sort of, uh, eh, the movie started out all right. It was really good, blah blah blah. blah. But then, um, you know, they I don't know, they take down the shield, blah blah. blah. Same kind of stuff we complained about. But I don't think yeah. she just, I don't know, I didn't. Uh, there's a little bit of me that thinks that, like, I think there's some movie critics who, a small percentage, maybe it's a large percentage, I don't know, who who do, like, when a movie like this comes out, they want to be, you know what, I'm going to go against the grain and I'm going to give it a bad review just to get my name out there. So, did you do any looking at the uh, writers for this movie? Uh, it was Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams. Do you know what else Lawrence Kasdan wrote? Um no, Empire and Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the director of. <laughs> he was the director on Empire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that that answers a lot of questions there. Why this was good, <laughs> right? Uh, and like, this is not to say anything negative. About also, anybody. Lawrence Kasdan's kind of an old dude. I th- he was I, born in forty nine. Yeah. Right. So, but he has now had time to perfect his craft such that he can take the goodness that was Empire and really bring. A whole ton of extra energy and knowledge yeah. and ability to the table. Also, to write my this guess one. is if he was the writer on Jedi, that he wrote the um, Jabba scenes and that Lucas took over and did the Ewok scenes. Because, like, let's be serious: Empire was a, or Jedi was a great movie for the first mm, third, right? The whole Jawa sequences was awesome, and then uh, they go to the Ewokville and it's right. trash. So let me ask you a question. Do you think in the next one yeah. there's going to be Starkiller Base 2 that's on a partially formed planet? I don't know what they're going to do because it kind of feels to me like they've done the Starkiller base bases to based. Uh, I mean, there, there's the new Sith Lord dude. Supreme leader. Um, played by Gollum. Um <laughs> <laughs> like literally, yeah. It's Andy. Andy Circus. Cir- yeah. Um. Ah. Uh, so he's going to do something. They didn't kill off um Kylo Ren. Kylo I, Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Um. So he's coming back. The girl's going to get her like her Jedi on. Um. I think you know uh, Finn's going to get. He's going to be all like pining after her because she's in like you know training and he's going to be stuck you know hanging out with Leia. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I think there's, there's it's going to be. I, it, it honestly, it feels like they should they should fuck it up just the way they did Empire. I mean, like the the characters should go through that sim- similar sort of like bad ending that they went through in Empire, right? Of like um, one of the, maybe one of those characters even dies or something, right? Like maybe they kill a Finn or something like that. I think that would be. That would be that would make it a really good series. So, can we talk just for half a second about um, uh, Ray being an absolute chicken shit? Oh wait, I thought you were gonna say like totally hot, but no, no. So, right, she's she's pretty hot. Let's well, yeah, we'll get back to that. In a okay, second. let's talk. Um, chicken so, shit? What chicken shit? I, I'm not following this. Yeah, hundred percent chicken shit. Okay, let's so. Uh, born and bred stormtrooper, raised from birth, Finn. Right? Yeah. 
He escapes. Yeah. He finds a girl that tries to beat the shit out of him the first time he meets her. Yep. And then he spends the next 10 minutes trying to grab her hand and save her. <laughs> which is right? funny as Actually, shit. The, the, the <laughs> stop grabbing my hand yeah. thing was funny. It was awesome. Love that bit. Which um, right from the very beginning, she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I can't run if you're holding my hand. Yeah. Uh, so fast forward to her getting picked up by Kylo Ren. Okay. Uh, in his After spaceship. she fucking fought him in the woods. Yeah. Right? Um, and they go back to, you know, super secret base. Yep. Finn convinces the rebels with an underpants gnome plan to go take out the shield generator so that he can be on the base to save her. By the way, I love the, oh yeah, I, I, can, take out the, I can take out the shield. Yeah. What, where were you, what did you do when you were here? Sanitation. Sanitation. You said you could take out the shield. Meh. <laughs> what are you going to do? We're here now. I guess we try. Yeah. Uh, so they're running through Starkiller Base, trying to find her. Yeah. They find her. Yeah. They save her. Finn picks up a lightsaber, fights Kylo Ren, doesn't die. Yeah. Gets fucked up. Okay, it happens. Okay, yeah. Uh, all of that, he does to save Rey. Yeah. She's polite enough to put him on a spaceship, take him to the doctor and go... Fuck it, I'm out. No, but she fucking, she fucking picks up the lightsaber herself. By the way, yeah. I actually like... So did, you notice, did you notice that uh The lightsaber Finn, was thinner and her hands and it didn't fence. I didn't notice that. <laughs> uh, but Finn was better with the lightsaber, at least initially. You mean because he wasn't trying to poke? <laughs> he was like, I've got a pokey. I, like, I actually pokey. thought they did a good job of making her kind of shitty with the lightsaber. Like, uh, fucking, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this thing. I actually thought that was kind of good. It was. Like, as I was watching, I'm like, uh, dude, you've tried to stab me, the little dude, with like six times, and he's parried every fucking time. And I did. Swinging his legs, go for an arm. Like, it's a Star Wars movie. Somebody's got to lose a goddamn yeah. hand. I did like, you know, the, there was this whole thing about when, when Kylo Ren first showed up on the internets, when the first images of him showed up, and they were like, he's got a fucking lightsaber with like mini blades coming out of it, and the internet went crazy. Uh, I did like that, like, when he was. They were fighting. Mm-hmm. He like dug one of those into uh, Finn's, shoulder. Finn's shoulder. Like it was actually sort of a, it got utilized a little bit as opposed to just looking cool. <sighs> you do know uh, the story around those like little lights. Yeah, they're exhaust vents. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, like it felt a little weird to me that Finn like well, you know that storms they're... a major fucking base to save her, and she's like, "Well, I guess you're the doctor. Suck it. I hope we see Gone. each other again yeah, someday." Yeah, I know. Well, she had to go on a mission to find fucking Luke Skywalker. Because she was the only one that could follow the map that R2 and BB-8 had. (laughs) I I guess, yeah. They sent one fucking person. What if she got blown out of the goddamn sky? Chewie went with her. (laughs) Also, I... I said person. He's a Wookiee. Again, I'm going to follow up on the uh, Han Solo's dead because she owns the Millennium Falcon now. That's her ship now, right? Uh, By the way, does that seem shitty to you? What? the, The Millennium Falcon or... No, here's the deal. Uh, Han and Chewie, best fucking friends. They've been on that ship for God knows how long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Han Until dies. They apparently lost it, which is yeah, kind of funny. That was amusing to me. Uh, Han dies, yeah. and the ship doesn't pass to the first mate. It passes to some <laughs> dumb bitch that they just met. Yeah, but like, like what? maybe Chewie just doesn't want the responsibility, right? That's bullshit. Chewie does all the goddamn work anyway. He does. Have he you does. ever seen Han Solo? He's like, hey, Chewie, make sure that shit works. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go fuck a chick. I'll be back. Chewie, what the fuck are you doing taking this shit apart? We got to <laughs> leave now. What is wrong with you? Put that back. Like, Put it back <laughs> together now. Yeah, Han's basically a dick to Chewie. Like, <laughs> like, how does that oh, even work? By the way, Han and Chewie have been together 
at least 30 years at this point, right? Because this movie happened 30 years after the, the, the uh, Battle yeah. of Endor. This is the first time that Han ever used Chewie's bowcaster. <laughs> and then he's like, this shit's awesome. <laughs> I like this thing. I wondered about that myself because, like, and if you think about it, back in the uh, first movies, his bowcaster is like, patoo, patoo. <laughs> and like, people are like, eh. Yeah. And then they can now keep it's running. Like, now it's like they're flipping out, like, eh. It's I, like they got hot, hit by a big fucking sledgehammer in the chest, unless they're coming downstairs, in which case they fall into the blaster rifle. I, I don't get it. It's like... I, I loved it. I thought it was like, wait, the bowcast, that's a more powerful blast. Like, they actually made it, like, pew, pew. like awesome. Like the, there was some point where he shot some stormtrooper. I can't even fucking talk now. He shot some stormtrooper, and he went, like, flipping yeah. backwards over. And it was like, oh, yeah, that, that's the shit right there. That's... Uh, That's the way that shit should have been from the beginning, as opposed to, oh, I got shot, I fell down. So that is one of the things that I will give them credit for uh, in this movie. Uh, Kylo Ren wasn't a pussy-ass Jedi. No, no. Like, he actually, uh, like, he stopped a fucking laser bolt in the sky. He's like, hey, you're done, stop. And it just hung out there and waited and waited and waited until he decided, "Uh, okay, you can fire now. I'd forgotten about that till just now. That was really awesome. That was like a cool like I force stop like oh and I like the like force stopping people because like they've got telekinesis yep. right nobody's they never like showed a I was gonna hold you in place you're yep. frozen you're done and Sit I'm right gonna there. fuck with your shit. Uh, I also really dug the scene where she was trying to learn how to use her powers and she's like tied up in the uh, interrogation <laughs> chair. <laughs> You're going to release these restraints and walk out and leave the door open. And leave your gun. <laughs> <laughs> and drop your gun. Yeah. And, and, but at first he's like, I'm going to tighten those fucking restraints. <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. Like that was it, it was the little stuff in this movie that I thought they did really well and that made it like awesome. So I'm going to do a public service announcement now. Don't watch uh, the prequels. And, no, no, no. This is this is uh, this is you know when you when you watch the original movies, and then you watch this movie, and you look at Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, you realize what drinking heavily does to a person. I'm not following. <laughs> they look like shit. Like uh, I, I know they're I know they're old now, right? They're both like right around sixty now. But they were good-looking people in their early 20s to mid-30s, and they both look like shit now. And I believe it's because they both spent mm, the last 20 years drinking heavily. Did you... Um, now, you were in the same theater I was. I don't know exactly um, how loud I was as I was talking through the movie, but... Um, I couldn't hear you. I was on the other side of the theater. Okay. So, uh, when Leia showed up, right, and... Um, Were you like, ooh, she hit the wall? No, no. There are people like, I'm like, it's Leia. Wait, what do you <laughs> the mean? The people they were around like, me didn't seem to know who the chick was. What? And I was like, well, uh, please. Has nobody seen Carrie Fisher in the last 20 How, fucking what do you years? Mean they didn't know who she was. Well, are uh, they retarded? There was a number of people around people me that apparently haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies. Uh, wait. I mean, for some clarity, Zach and I went as a work event. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of hey, folks free, that were from uh, free tickets to watch Star Wars and people who may be immigrants to this country and yeah. didn't grow up here in the so 70s. So they don't have the same kind of cultural background that we do. So it makes sense. But uh, 
But still, come on. There was some tubby white dudes around me that should have known who she was. They were like, wait, is that? Who, who's that? It's like, God damn it, dude. But they said her name, too, right? Like, it's not like... Huh. I, yeah, I was like, means, you guys should be I, She does look a lot different in their defense. Like... Yeah, did they not watch uh, any of Kevin Smith's stuff? I mean, she pops up occasionally. Uh, she did pop up in Jan Silent Bob Strike Back as the nun. Uh... I think she's drank heavily since in the ten years since then. Also, though, I thought she actually looked better than the last time I saw her. Uh, well, she looked a little less blocky. So, if you, I, I believe that was makeup and special effects. <laughs> uh, and uh, Mark Hamill, if, no, the, I don't the, remember. The dude him. needs to wear a beard because if you've seen recent pictures of him without the beard, he well, looks just as awful. Have you He's like watching, the awful uh, male version of Carrie Fisher. Have you been watching uh, the Flash? Yeah, he's the trickster, and again... Does does it just seem weird to you? Does he look like a frog? He's got this big old fucking midsection and spindly-ass little legs. Yeah, I believe that comes from drinking a case of beer every night. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, well, huh. you're doing CrossFit, at least. <laughs> so, Is it just you beer, know. or does rum count? Uh, How about well, wine? Like, Okay, so here's, again, with the PSA... The it's not just the midsection that gets affected. You notice how his head is super giant and round, mm-hmm. as is Carrie Fisher's. I think that's an effect of drinking lots of alcohol. Specifically, it affects your like. It makes your head big. Well, I think it breaks down the collagen in your in your. Um, Wouldn't that make you look more gaunt? Like those shit just starts drooping, and then your face blows up, and you get swollen, and your. Are you suggesting that your face starts drooping as an actor and or actress? You then start to inject shit into it to make it puff back up, and that's no, no, no. I I, the the overall effect of their face right now. The reason they look like PT Barnum is because they drink too much alcohol. Hmm. Yeah. We we can go into the metal effects later, but yeah. General, it's, it's I don't know. It's I don't know possible. exactly what's going on, but you know, it's not good for you. Yeah, I went to an um, actual science. I don't really didn't do any of that medicine. I, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I think I think the level of alcohol you drink while high is still less than what they were <laughs> drinking. Right, right. That's what Drew Barrymore would do for her morning breakfast. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because I mean, hey, I made shit tons of money on Star Wars. I can just sit around drinking all day long, like all day. Like get up at mm. ten. You know, like. They probably had like a plan of like, all right, so a couple of Bloody Marys for breakfast. With the screwdrivers, of course. Or, or screwdrivers. Maybe both, like on, you know, the heavy days. I'm not exactly sure what she'd have for lunch, but it, it may have been a martini. Um, five. Or, yeah, or two. Yeah. It, not like, like sort of a constant state of inebriation. Not you're just, you like, you get drunk at night, not. <laughs> Occasionally <laughs> and, at night. And sometimes during the day. Um, Only when I have to go to work. Generally, not th- throughout eighteen hours a day. Correct. Yes, there are there are tiny windows of sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, since we've talked, uh, let's see. So basically, Star Wars kicks ass. You pretty, should watch pretty it. much. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely worth whatever it costs to go to a movie these days. Um, have you? What's your uh, take on Deadpool? So. I saw the trailer when it came out about six months ago, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, it feels like they're being very close to the source material in that um, Deadpool's a smartass and he's breaking sort of the, uh, the the plane between the viewers and what he's doing. 
I am not sure it will translate into the media correctly. Like, it might be too over-the-top silly. Like, that's my only concern, right? Um, I, I don't know. It, it looks interesting, but again, it feels like it might be... It might be, like, in little bits of, say, 30-second clip or a minute, it's, it, it's funny. I don't know if I can take two and a half hours of that, though. I don't so, know. I, that said, I can watch the fuck out of Ryan Reynolds. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't know that, what it is. That's the one thing that I think it I'm has I'm pretty sure I'm not the it. only one that's gay for Ryan Reynolds in this room. That's all I'm saying. No, definitely not. Pretty much if that dude does a movie, I'll go watch it and, like, probably enjoy it. Uh, so... I'm honestly kind of excited about this movie. Yeah? Like, uh, uh, A, it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, as we've already talked about. But, I mean, it's coming up in February. It's right around the corner. Yeah. And this may be the next actual interesting big comic book movie to come out. Uh, it may be. I'm not sure when what the timeline is X for X-Men Apocalypse, which looks... Uh, amazing. I haven't actually seen any. Uh, so it's I the, don't watch the commercials. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's following along with the storyline from Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, except for the bringing in Apocalypse. You know that guy, right? The fucking ancient Egyptian shapeshifter absorbs everybody's powers, brings in, turns Archangel into well, turns Angel into Angel Archangel, into Angel, yeah, and uh, the f- Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and yeah, all kinds of goodness there. And apparently, like uh, they still have the young dude playing. Professor X, but mm-hmm. somewhere in there he goes bald because, nice, you know, nice. like whatever happens. Because, yeah. you know, he loses his hair due to uh, mutants and whatnot. Yeah, well, he has to think really hard. So his, 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 hair falls his, out. his head's consumed with, you know, uh, mentalism. Right. But right. that looks that looks pretty good. And the new Superman versus Batman shit. Have you seen that? I've seen a couple of trailers. Have you seen the latest there. trailer with Wonder Woman showing up and shit? I have not. Looks pretty legit. I gotta oh. say, yeah. I honestly I'm not sure I have room for another Batman or Superman movie in my world right now. I think you do. Really? Yeah, cuz that's 2 hours out of your time and um like really if you just, you know Here's the thing. If I was asked, do you want to go watch uh Oh, damn it. I'm blanking on it. The one with Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah? Do you want to go watch Suicide Squad or Superman versus Batman? Well... Please, there's no question. Here's the thing. Like, Superman Batman is, or Superman v. Batman is, like, dropping down my list of shit to go right. watch. They're not producing it by the same fucking company, though, so that's not a problem you're going to have because they're not going to release them, like, anywhere near each other. You're not really factoring in appropriately how often I get to movies. Uh, Keep uh, in mind, I had to so, blow off work to go watch Age sorry. of Ultron. <laughs> so I wasn't actually thinking necessarily that you'd have to go to the theater to see this so much as mm, wait till it shows up on Amazon and you watch okay. it on your TV. Yeah, that's more how Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to do that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even, like, clearly we got to get a hold of Kevin sometime in the next two hours and schedule yeah, something and schedule for next week. Tuesday. So he doesn't think that we're a bunch of assholes. Uh, sorry, Kevin. I think. Hey, you know, if he just listened to the podcast, we could sort out our schedules here. That's a good, that's a good point. So, Kevin, listen to the podcast. I think we're good for Tuesday. Of course. <laughs> Is that this Tuesday or the Tuesday that's two weeks after when this will actually be posted? Um, That's a good question. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Like, right. the Universal okay. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. All right. So, uh, as we were doing show prep, and I'm using that term loosely today, 
You said you wanted to talk. Show, show prep. You mean, hey, we should talk about Star Wars. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's as it exactly. Burn is, I don't know, like 45 minutes at this point, I'm guessing. You were shit with time. It's been an hour and six minutes. What? Really? Yeah. Shit. We talked about Star Wars a long time. So you wanted to talk about Leatherman? Oh, well, <laughs> hang on. So you got to... I, I was... As we were... show The actual show prep here was me going... I need a bottle opener so I can drink some beer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and we're, as we're looking around the garage here for Tech Garage, uh, Zach's like, I got a Leatherman here. And I'm like, ooh, it's an actual. But I was assuming it was just like a Leatherman ripoff, which is 90% of what you see, right? When you see like a, it folds out into pliers. Yeah, but we don't, most, po- we, we don't roll with that shit here. Most of the time, it's Throw like it, please. some like $5 <laughs> Leatherman knockoff. Um, but I was like, oh shit, it actually says Leatherman on it. I don't know why. I always wanted a Leatherman when I was like sort of in that 18 to 20 year range. Yeah, so did I. And, but they were like $50. Which is a lot. <laughs> right? So I never had one. That's so, the same time that you usually carry a pocket knife in your, uh, in I your had pocket. a Swiss, I had a Swiss army knife, uh, through most of that period. Yeah. That um, was before cell phones went in your right pocket and would get fucked up if they were banging into a knife all the time. Right. Well, you got, you got, you got two pockets. Yeah. My wallet goes one. in the other one. With yeah. My car keys. Oh yeah. You, you keep your wallet in the front pocket. I forget yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I'm all organized and shit. I don't have that kind of problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've watched you take your wallet out and put it underneath your uh, console well, so I don't like you to sit leave, on it. you can forget your wallet and well, have to pay that. for your damn lunch. It only, this only <laughs> happened like three times in the last two years. <laughs> in the last year. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, right. How many times have I forgotten my wallet in the last year? Uh, I don't think ever. Right, yeah, right, because yeah. like, you know, it's in my pocket. Thanks for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I was, just, I was just surprised that you was an actual Leatherman. Here, I'm going to... He's now picking I'm up the Leatherman. It. I noticed well, this, he, he's got these little, these little. I got to figure out what these are for. So little right little now he's opening there. up the Leatherman to try and figure out what some of the components on it are. Well, there's these little flanges on it, mm-hmm. and I don't remember these on the original Leathermans from back when I wanted one. I'm not quite sure what their purpose is. So I would assume they are for something. Oh, it's some sort of. Oh, is it I a lock or a, a I release? think it's a lock. I think it's to lock the blade in place. Ah, yeah. yeah so when you flip it out. You don't yeah. have to worry about your blade folding in on you. Yep, and then you push it. This is going to be really funny when Matt like stabs himself with the leather during or the uh, show. It's real. Oh, I see. It goes oh, falls out like that. This is a weird locking mechanism. Uh, yeah, I'm always surprised when they try and innovate around locking mechanisms on uh, knives and make them very hard to operate. Yeah, that's that's not a good locking mechanism. I'm going to say it. It makes it like. It's hard to close it so that, you know, so I, may now, I may now, I may now, as a result of the difficulty Hulk of closing smash. it, I may actually cut myself. Yeah. 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 I, I, the only thing that's really nice on these is the pliers. It's a nice right. set of needle nose pliers, but, you know, you just buy a pair of these for $10 at True Value. I don't know that I've ever found a need for the multi-tool as much as yeah. I, like, the, I, I was a big proponent of clipping things to your belt. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted a utility belt look, and I always wanted a <laughs> Leatherman with a little leather belt so I could set it right next to my cell phone, so, you know. Uh, uh, the uh, sad part is you're not kidding. No, no, I'm not. Um, I used to actually wear my uh, wallet on my belt, remember? Did you, did, I, were we friends at I that time? I don't think I was aware of that period ever. Okay, yeah, so um, I had a little pouch that was about the size of a wallet, and it would sit right here on my and and I'm holding I like the area over were my hip. Typically referred to as a fanny pack. No, no, no. It wasn't a fanny pack. It was literally just about this big, and I'm holding up about the size of okay. a credit card with my hands now. Yeah. 
And it came from like a tactical vest because I worked at a uh, um, Army Navy surplus and we had tactical vests and you could yeah. get additional pockets. So I got one of the additional pockets and I just used that as a... And uh, it went on your belt and, and you it kept your cards belt. and stuff in there. Yeah. And then would you do this sort of mover where you look down? Oh, no. I didn't need to look down. I just like popped it open and pulled out what I needed. I mean, like my phone was on my hip right next to it spinning away because it was one of those Nokias and I had the swanky... Uh, Oh, where it would, low, it, would, uh, it would like a swivel lock sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, the first generation swivel locks where you attach a little tiny peg on the back of your Nokia and then you had the like U-shaped plastic thing on your yeah. belt and just yeah. locked it in. And then So you're walking, you got your phone swinging front to back, bumping into your wallet. Yeah, I was a fucking chick man. Yeah. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that particular uh, um, cell phone holder was... Uh, the model was known as the cock block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is exactly. What, I think I might have had the original generation cock block, and then the cock block three thousand that came out a few years later. Um, uh, uh, nowadays, I, I so, believe with the addition of the uh, the wallet, that was the cock block duo. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, Jesus, yeah. you was, didn't see any vagina during that period, did you? Strangely, I did. Yeah, I, I, I'm still unclear on how that happened. I think huh. it's because I was wearing flannels at the time, so mostly it was covered. It was covered and you yeah. didn't see it. Um, you take out the flyer, and they'd be like, oh, what the shit? Oh, I'm here yeah, already. already. It's well. too late, yeah. <laughs> um, it's also th- maybe where I learned how to get undressed so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> how to just like, just absolute utter embarrassment. Yeah. Usually huh. it goes the other way. Um, shit, there was something I was going to say around that. Oh, uh, so this, uh, I work in the tech industry. Matt works in the tech industry. Most everybody that we know has smartphones, and they've uh, sorted out that they need to put them in their damn pockets or, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. Not kidding. even Mark's upgraded to a smartphone finally. Really? He's yeah. no longer rocking the Did flip you, phone? Yeah, he was rocking a flip phone for years. Well, yeah, because he didn't want to lose it over the edge of the boat. <laughs> so I think there was that, and then like he was like, Well, I'm a contractor, so I don't want to pay for a you know, like that smartphone plan. And now he's got a, a smartphone uh of Android of sorts. Right. Which now have, you know, pictures of boobs on it all the time. Nice. So <laughs> classy. Um speaking of classy, I uh my wife, she works at Boeing, and it's really weird at Boeing right now. You go to a Boeing event, and there's people in their late 60s and people in their early 20s, and nobody in the fucking middle. Okay, I can see how that would happen, yeah. And it is amusing to watch the older generation pull out both of their phones, which are both on clips on their belt still, <laughs> and like they pull it off, and they're like, hello, 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 are you, uh, hold on. And they got to open the case and like, it's like, like oh, I think it's my, it's my other phone. Hang on, it was my other phone that was ringing. Yeah, it, it's really weird to be in a room full of people with multiple phones all attached to their belts and like, like you you've seen this at work when somebody's pocket buzzes or something, they kind of like start tapping for it to go try and get their phone. But yeah. this is like a full on Macarena style tapping to figure out where they're going. Where, 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 where to put this? Where to put this? Uh, I am getting used to and and call back to uh, last week the having my information on on my wrist now mm-hmm. uh it i wouldn't say it's a learning curve but it has taken me a little time to get used to doing this more often than than oh let me pull out my phone and look at what just came in just because that's what i'm so used are to. are you still having your phone buzz or are you just rocking the wrist buzzing only uh mostly just rocking the wrist buzzing yeah um so since i've upgraded to the apple watch uh it's actually pretty sweet because the Apple Watch is context aware, so if you're working on your phone and like you have your phone in your hands and it screens oh. it up, your wrist doesn't buzz. That's nice, and it just comes in on the phone. And if right. you put your phone in your pocket, then sh- then your wrist buzzes. To yeah, because you know like on the on. Microsoft device, it buzzes you get no matter, both, what, you're no matter doing, what. Yeah, 
Yeah, on my Garmin, that's what it was too. And that was one of the frustrating parts for me is because I turned off my phone because my watch would buzz for me. Right. But then I've got, when I pick up my phone, I've got a bunch of like notifications. Hey, you've got text messages. And I go, yeah. oh, I got a text. No, I already read this text message. What the shit? Well, the other thing is usually just because of the Bluetooth leg, there's usually a second or two between them. And so you go like, oh, I got to, oh, hey, I got to, and you're like, oh, I got this one that, fucking thing. That's why I had to turn off my uh, phone buzzing when I was rocking my Garmin because the, the lag was just enough to be like frustrating. Yeah. Strangely, Apple took care of that. I don't have to worry about it at all. Uh, that's, really, that's really nice of those guys. Yeah, they, they did a good job. Should, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll thank Tim Cook when uh, I'm down hanging out with him this weekend. Oh, yeah, you're going to head down to... Oh, yeah, uh, me and Tim, we're tight. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that basically does it for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we will see you uh, next time. Yep. 